This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Anna Davis. You are listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Ian Stone with me this evening. Woo! How are you, Ian? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm I'm pretty happy, considering we, I've just watched a great game. You know, that's how I am. Just watched if a I'm great honest. game. Great just game of football. Great game. You, you, yeah. I see you've come to us this evening posing as a neutral. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great oh, game yeah. for the neutral yeah. as well. Great, great advert for the Premier League. For the football, was, <laughs> football was the winner. Football was the winner. Damien Harris is here, <laughs> the midfield general in the uh, house. Yeah. Evening. Uh, How are uh, we? Well, if you're going to have a 3 3 draw, do you? I suppose it's better to have one where you're three down rather than three up, a la, a la Andalette a few years ago. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. It was exhausting, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, were, you, were you emotionally invested in the proceedings? Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I know Callum Chambers had probably had good reason to be actually exhausted. I was just mentally exhausted by the end of it. Yeah. Hey, Ian's genuinely concerned for you there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> really? Are you, are you not? <laughs> well, I, I would fully expect Arsenal to be 3-0 down and then get to 3 all. I'm a bit gutted we didn't win the game. But I'm also glad we didn't lose it. <laughs> that would have been a four-three win from three. And I was really, I was sitting there thinking, oh. this, I think we haven't done this before, have we? I mean, we've done a lot of things over the years, but I don't think we've ever done three 0 down, four-three up. I don't um, remember. Don't remember doing I'm sure that. Sure, someone I... will contact us to tell us if we are or not. But yeah, I boldly put five-three uh, in uh, the WhatsApp group. Did you? Yes, but <laughs> thankfully I got away with that. No one how saw wrong, it. How wrong so. you were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bold but wrong. Bold, bold but wrong. Not bold, wrong. I wrongly yeah. put five three, <laughs> which is going to be the name of my uh, autobiography. Bold but ultimately bold but wrong. wrong. Ultimately yeah. wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good game from uh, old CC Callum Chambers. Yeah, CC on the right uh, made a couple of goals for us, and generally a lot of a high energy performance. And interestingly, uh, continuing my observation that the co-commentator only picks a player who plays in his position. The co-commentator, right. who was Jamie Redknapp, who was a full-time centre back, full Carragher, uh, sorry, yeah. full-time centre back, part-time right back, picked out the full-time centre back, part-time right back, Callum Chambers. <laughs> he did, and, didn't uh, he? Very similar player. I mean, a very of course, uh, Carragher was an excellent uh, stalwart defender for Liverpool down here. But yeah, inevitable that he would pick him out. Although, having said that. Um, 
Very good game from Callum it's James. The best, best I've ever seen him play. Those no, crosses. No, he's been playing he, like that for a while. No, he, just he hasn't. He, Not no, crosses he was. like that. He was our player of the season until he got injured, remember? He's I a don't terrific him. player. I, mm. Well, I don't remember him crossing like that. There were a couple of crosses there. Because uh, Carragher said it. He said, I was saying Cafu before, like, start the second half. He said, I was joking. He says, I'm not now. He was unbelievable. But what he's famous. doing, don't you think, is he's slamming it in flat just across the six-yard line, which is something yeah. you'd think... With, with curve. A with little curve bit of curve, it. but basically just bang, straight across the six-yard line. Very difficult. He knows, perhaps... That's hard to defend against. If it's gone, t- the keeper can't come for it and it's behind the defender Perfect so he's facing ball. his own goal. So uh, when we hit cross after cross after cross that's too high and headed out or hits the front man, really he's doing the two basics, right? Not too high so it's headed out and don't hit the front man and you can cause a lot of trouble. So maybe the rest of them should watch him. Yeah. I mean, Saka and Udegaard were working him into very good positions. So, uh, I mean, do you notice... I noticed first... you, didn't, you didn't try the uh, Nigerian pronunciation of Saka there, <laughs> quite interestingly. He <laughs> just mocked the white man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, phones are falling Racist. <laughs> Damien from Brighton. Now he's turned. There we are. Turning on the white man. Just like the rest of you, snowflake. Udegaard, that's it. Have a go at the Scandinavian. The whitest man we've got. <laughs> Don't try to. How, how do you say Bukayo then? Hey, go on. Say, I dare you. <laughs> no, don't. Okay, no, I won't. No. I wasn't going. I wasn't going. <laughs> Should have um, left it a while longer. But, yeah. but uh, he, uh, I think the first time he was put through and he didn't quite get the right cross and the the sort of, the first defender managed to block it and he was really annoyed with himself and I think yes. that was the first and then all the rest yes. of them yes. were, were superb really I mean just the sort of the practical cross that you would expect to do that you're screaming for a player did, in that position to make he did more crosses in that one game dangerous crosses than Sayed Kalasnach did in his entire Arsenal career. <laughs> well, I would that, suggest he would put, find the front man. He would look <laughs> yeah. at the front man, stare <laughs> at the front man, and nearly game. kill the front man every time. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. It was I mean, really that good. Player, uh, uh, to his credit, Kalasnach probably won more corners than anyone else has ever, <laughs> ever won. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> if he then yes. went in the box and headed him in, you'd think he was some sort of football genius, but yeah. he isn't. The set piece threat the that outcome. we are. Erdegaard reminds me of something that Arsene Wenger said when we were uh, interviewed him uh, a few months ago for his book publicity. He, he said a team goes naturally through its strongest points, uh, which oh, are the, yeah. in reference to Vieira and Bergkamp dominating possession in the double team of 1998. And at the moment, this team is going through Erdegaard. It, it's interesting to see how much faith his teammates have in him, how mm. easily and quickly he's available in space, how much there seems to me to be a kind of instinctive awareness of, of space in that player to, to be available and to keep the ball moving. And so the, the game has started to go through him. And, it, and really, um, it's fortunate that it is in a way because... Bakayo Saka's gone right off the boil, hasn't he? I would think it would be quite judicious of Arteta if he could find some sort of little hamstring strain or something in Bakayo Saka and get him out of this England squad yeah. and give him a little bit of time off 
so that he's ready to go to try and get us to the Europa League final because uh, he did certainly got us through against Benfica, didn't he? And he, I think he's gone slightly off the ball, probably a bit fatigued, probably need the last thing he needs is playing left wing back under Gareth Southgate for two games. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Do you think Arteta would do that? I, I would hope he sort of knows... Yeah, I'd like him knows to. enough of the dark arts I, to... Uh... Listen, I hadn't thought of it in that way, but I think that's a great idea. I hope Arteta does exactly that because yeah. it looks like he needs a little bit of a rest. But the others are performing, aren't they? Odegaard is doing really well, I think. He looked yeah. like a, a high-class player. And, um, you know, the others have to step up, don't they? I mean, it's Smith, Rowe and Saka. Well, what's happening with Thomas Party? What's going on there? Yeah, it looks fine. like someone who's... I mean, you know, sometimes you look at players towards the end of the season and, and you hear the phrase, he's already on the beach. It doesn't seem to, to have the intensity and the drive of someone really who's going to kick ass in football matches and want to take it over. I can't quite work him out, really. I felt as though maybe, do you think Rice and, Su- and Suchek in there were big and strong and cover a lot of ground and made it hard for him? Or is it? have you noticed it in other games with him? Yeah, there was a couple of games I thought he's been a little bit sluggish. It was a bad pass against Olympiacos, wasn't it? It sort of started us. Yeah, yeah, but no, but started us looking a bit uh, off balance. One against Tottenham as well that we talked about. But he's been injured. He's not quite up to the level of the game. And he has to play with Xhaka every week. So I I think he'll feel better as time goes on if Xhaka... Can I leave leave Xhaka to you this week? Because I can't talk about him anymore. I can't. Actually, no, feel I feel rage boiling in me. Do you? Oh, yeah. I'm not at that level. I, listen, I'm, I'm today. Quite... <laughs> you want to talk? About I'm close. It. You better say. You better <laughs> yes, say something um, because I'm um, John Moss. I'm giving John him Moss. John Moss. He's... I'm giving him one out of ten for today. Just abjectly lazy. Couldn't give a toss performance. Yeah, he's my least favourite part of this team. What's at right now? And I'd like it if he got moved on. And I think he might do that because he wants things to keep moving. And Jacka slows things up a little bit sometimes. And I think, so I'm giving Thomas Partey a little bit, bit of a pass for the rest of this season. I want him to perform, but you know what? He's He's got to fit in next to Xhaka. He's had better players next to him. It's David point. Louise that gets my goat more in terms of slowing things down. He does that as well. He, st- he still frustrates me. And that was the thing. The first 15, first 20 minutes. Oh, Holy shit. The first 20 minutes are unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, they put a stat up at one point. It's like a joke stat. Yeah. So passes in the opposition third. West Ham 33, Arsenal none. It was 85, wasn't it? Or something is it? Well, the one that I saw after 10 They minutes. were very good, though, weren't they, West Ham, yeah. first half an hour? I mean, listen, I watched them against City last week and they looked really good against them. They were unlucky not to get yeah, a draw. They're not bad. And yeah. They West, can play. Yeah, it's West Ham. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're fifth. Yeah. We're tenth. <laughs> they're in that position. Now, come on. They're yes. in that position because they've played well. I well, understand. Yes, what my point being, Ian, the decline of our club is so shocking that this now is, well, we're a bit tasty, though, West Ham, aren't they? It's West Ham. <laughs> I'm not. That's the wider point. All right. Yeah, they are having a good it's season. West Ham, it's but true. Having a good season. They are having a good season. They are up in fifth, and hopefully they'll qualify for Europe. They've got a couple of teams coming up behind them, notably Liverpool. But they could, they could still get there, couldn't they? But Holy they've shit. only finished. They've only finished above us eleven times in their entire history. Yeah, they I are heard, having I heard a Tyler very... was really reeling off that this is an unbelievable situation. <laughs> I like stats, that. Really. I like... <laughs> I mean, what he's really saying was, "This is West Ham, Arsenal. It's West Ham. It's, it's West Ham." <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I mean, I thought at one point we were going to lose 6-0. We got a goal back so did I, just before half-time when Laka hit a shot on the turn that was going to end up somewhere in the Stratford shopping centre and it hit a West Ham player on the leg and flew in the net. And so that was a... But that was a good touch and hit anyway, even if he was missing the target. Yeah, he did well. He made that so goal. So we got that one. But Saka had a great chance, didn't uh, he? I mean, really, that is pretty funny, that second goal. I mean, I know it's... Because we're in the dire, dire straits and we're giving away goals all the time. If we went through our top three worst goals of the season that we've conceded, it, there's, a, there's a few contenders. But that second West Ham one today, when they had a free kick... Saka was complaining because he didn't think he'd committed the foul. He pro- I actually probably think he probably hadn't committed the foul and the West Ham player got himself in a tangle and gone down and won it, right? That's it. that's part of football. No one stands on the ball. Everyone turns their back. Even the goalkeeper turned his back and they take a, the simplest quick free kick down the line. And then the guy, I thought it was, a, I was a bit surprised actually that he had a shot. Is it Bowen who, who yeah. had the shot? yeah. But uh, straight through Leno, what was that for a bit of near post goalkeeping? But the moment there's a little freeze frame, I, I, free, I paused my TV in disbelief, took a photo of it, and put it and on the internet. And they're all looking away. <laughs> because <laughs> I really, it was hilarious. Yeah. The entire, the entire team was anyone looking, looking away. I think anyone... only Louise, who's forty yards away, is looking at me. No, they've taken it quick. Shit. <laughs> no one else even knows. Every single player yeah. has got their backs to it. Absolutely switched off. To, you know, whether it's because the ground's empty, whether it's because they've had a game Thursday, whether it's because they're not. Whatever the reason is, this is goes right to the heart of the situation in our team. Right to the centre of the heart of the situation in our team is that this happens every week. And you, there's, some, there's a lot of talent in the side. And West Ham, in a way... You might say they went three up too early because if you're three up half an hour in, all it can do then is go wrong. They didn't. Re- they're not naturally a team that plays with a three goal lead, are they? Then this doesn't happen very often. Then they let one in, and then the whole setting of oh no, what should we do? Should we go for four one? They're going to get one if it gets to three two. No one wants to be on the pitch for that, and they ended up losing that lead. But that, I think they perhaps just because they went too early. But this situation that we have, if I take you to the Wolves game where we were in control and the goal up and somehow ended up with nine players, the goalkeeper had, went completely crazy, or the Burnley game, that, that busted, that's probably still just about the number one worst goal of the season, the Burnley one <laughs> when Shaka hit it against Wood. Now this game, to the capacity Olympia, for humiliating balls-ups and... <laughs> Comedy schoolboy football goal. We're bloody lucky that Hanson and Lawrenson aren't doing match of the day analysis anymore because we'd be <laughs> absolutely. Sa- I mean, they would just take the piss. This is worse than schoolboys. This is that people who've never been in a pit. Do you understand where the goal is and you're supposed to stop the white thing going between the two big sticks? A really comically <laughs> awful every week. <laughs> Twice a week, actually. Yeah, Arteta's been the manager for a year now. And what is what's the culture in the team? And now he's he threw Aubameyang under the bus last week for being late to a team meeting, dropped him, and 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 apparently, supposedly, from what I've read, wanted to talk to Sky Sports about it and and say why he'd done it, which is a bit odd because he certainly had the opportunity to say. He's felt his he's felt his calf doing a rotation, big game Thursday. You know, plenty of ways of leaving him out. 
Without anybody outside Arsenal knowing it's because he's late for a meeting. Without Aubameyang knowing it's because he's late for a meeting until he pulls him in to talk to him the following week. So then he's now Aubameyang looks really out of sorts. And he missed two sitters against Olympiakos. Threw on goal, one-on-one with the goalkeeper, Aubameyang. And he... I mean, one he poked over the bar and the other one he kind of scooped wide with his left foot. Really, you're looking, thinking, what is wrong with Aubameyang? What could possibly be wrong? Was his mind not fully on it? And then he deploys him today on the right wing. They put up another one of the comedy stats that came up was in the first half, Aubameyang made four sprints. The winger, one of the fastest players in the Premier League, whose principal asset is his speed, Four sprints in 45 minutes on a football pitch. Just what I'm saying to you is he's walking about. Just walking about. He's gone. as a. It feels like he's gone as an Arsenal player. And I can't see, uh, you know, Ty said last week, oh, it's, you know, it's the beginning of the end. It's the first step towards the end game. It, it feels like, oh, oh, it's like he's put him in a cannon and lit the fuse. He, he wants <laughs> <laughs> Last two matches, he doesn't look like he's there. And in fact, when Lacazette, who had a good game today, really played well, scored scored one, could have been credited with two, good header. When he went to celebrate, and Aubameyang was celebrating with him when we got the equaliser, and Carragher goes, that's that's the most we've seen from Aubameyang today. Mm. <laughs> that was oh, brutal. A brutal hit. He won't be late again, though, will he? <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not to an Arsenal team meeting, no. <laughs> No, that's true. <laughs> Don't know where it'll be next season. Uh, <laughs> Time yeah. timekeeping's not his strength. When you're late, it's because you don't want to be there. If you're consistently late, it's because you don't want to be there. I used to get in trouble when I was at college. I used to be late for one particular seminar, pretty much every week, and and I, I couldn't stand a bloke who took the seminar. I couldn't stand it. I didn't want to be there, and I I, te- I found myself 15 minutes late every week, and that really pissed him off. But I just didn't want to be there. That's why. That's why you're late. Yeah. Well, obviously, then there's history between him and uh, and Arteta. It's not just about him. It's not just about this week and his last two games not playing particularly well. He's obviously had a flea in his ear for a while. But you know. Yeah. So he's... what do you do then? Because he'll try and move him on. Do you think? Um, <laughs> I, I... Looks like it. Doesn't look like know. he wants to get the best out of him. He looks like he wants to let the world know. He's pissed him right off by being late again. I mean, we did it last week. We said he's all the parking tickets. He's probably got unpaid and <laughs> wheel clamp cars and he hasn't paid his council tax. Imagine all his bills all red. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, we don't he's know. He's your captain and your main man, you know? Yeah. We don't know what don't we know what yeah well, that's why we have that's why we have to have a bit of fun and games D trying but, to think but, trying to wonder no, what the no, hell's going I mean, on in there why are we so shit when we've got such a good squad of highly paid players why are we so fucking first thirty minutes aside I loved that game I thought we played some really really good football I thought from the moment the second half started. I haven't been that excited watching us. It was get you know when um, Schumacher used to sort of occasionally spin off or had to start at the back, <laughs> and you had to watch yeah. him just go through the crowd. And I loved those races because you know you you could see him actually racing rather than just leading for the whole game. There's nothing like a great team chasing a game, <laughs> and we're nothing like a great team. <laughs> <laughs> Use that for your bar mitzvah tonight. <laughs> I'm older than 13 before you're old. 
Uh, now, uh, we'll pause proceedings briefly to tell you that 2021 is looking up, which means there should be plenty of new opportunities for you to grow your business, whether you're shifting business hours or hiring more remote employees. One thing that remains unchanged is the importance of having the right people on your team. When you're ready to make that next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help by matching your role with qualified candidates so that you can find the right person quickly. And to lend a helping hand, your first job post is free. Oh, so that's good, isn't it? This is yeah. a, special, a little special offer. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 30 million members in the UK. Wow. No. I say I did join LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, and then I would get because my my uh, job profile is a bit odd. I'd get offered very strange work, and, <laughs> <laughs> and birthday parties in, right. in provincial towns. <laughs> Look, looking for an entertainer, might you be the one? Um, well, I, need to, I think I might need to work on my profile. But, uh, but, uh, I mean, you know, what can you say? It works. Uh, LinkedIn yeah. is an active community of professionals with more than 30 million members. And getting started is easy. Their new features can help you find qualified candidates, post a job with targeting, targeted screening questions. Ouch. All right. That's the sort of thing you get when you go to the doctor. Uh, manage job posts and contact candidates from a single view on the familiar LinkedIn.com as functions are streamlined and you can do all this from your mobile. So when your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn jobs and you can post a job for free. Just visit LinkedIn.com slash Tuesday, LinkedIn.com slash Tuesday to post a job for free. TNCs apply that second half we were irrepressible do you not think we could have easily won that game we could have won deserved, the game yeah could we have won probably deserved to win the game they but there's Does that make you feel good or even more annoyed <laughs> well thing. a mixture well it's a mixture of both <laughs> yeah, isn't no, it really? I don't, but these these things and i mean this is the one bit i find a bit strange is his faith in david louise because i still feel that lethargy sometimes comes from him yeah, I agree. I totally agree. The Maybe. interesting thing about that is he's brought back old Pablo Mari there. Yeah. And uh, he had a little combination going with Rob Holding that looked very, very solid a few weeks ago. Yeah. And what often happens, it's rather like when you had Smith Rowe at, at 10 and, and uh, Saka there and the combination was good. And he brought Erdegaard in and shunted Smith Rowe out and has now dropped him. But you find something that works. Partey and El Nenny work very, very well. Was that a white man, Manchester United? Yeah. That worked very, very well. So I'm looking at it thinking we could have Holding and Mari, that works. Partey and El Nenny, that works. Smith Rowe and Saka, that works nicely. I've got some things working. It chucks them all away and puts in Mari and Louise. Have we seen them together? Is that going to work? Ooh, I don't know. Shaka, yet again, always Shaka, every time. And Smith Rowe dropped. I, I can see Erdogan. I like he likes him at ten, but I think he could play centre mid with Party and let and, and play Smith Rowe as well. Smith- I think Erdogan wants to get on the ball and he can play on halfway. And there's nothing in that in our league that he can't handle physically. Yeah, uh, Smith Rowe was a knock, wasn't he? I think that's why he didn't start. 
I like him on the left anyway, to be honest. I, I thought like that's why Smith Rowe is good anywhere, isn't I, he? he? No, comes you're inside. right. And Al, I absolutely understand when you're saying, oh, he liked him at 10 and why did he drop him for Erdegaard? But Erdegaard is a class player and Smith Rowe's got legs and he'll keep running. The way what he was doing to Hoiberg last week, he was killing him, just mm. running in behind him. And, and he has got the legs at whatever age he is. So I quite like him out there, you know. I prefer him out there to Aubameyang at the moment. Well, it, uh, the, they were talking about the oh, Arsenal's thing of always playing a player on uh, on the wing for a while as part of their education. Yeah, 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 and he and he does go very well yeah. there. And the, the wider point, though, is finding a pairing, finding a combination that works, and not persevering with it. It's, I don't know. Tierney looked a bit game. tired today. Tierney was responsible yeah. for two goals there today. Turned his back on the free kicks on his side. Let Bowen go. Gave the ball away. Played well second half. But we haven't got a proper cover at left back, have we? And and uh, Cedric has played there, plays well there, considering he's right footed. Yeah. But maybe that was a game too far for Tierney today. I don't know. So I don't know. Well, it's a, it's going to be a work in progress for ages, right? <laughs> Trust uh, the process. Trust the process. Yeah. No, but, I don't. I, 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 go on. I'm enjoying the process. I know you're so enjoying I, the process. So D, so mate, I. you enjoy the process. It does not matter what happens. I mean, I, I, I'm a big Arsenal fan as well. And, you know, I back my credentials oh, with no, anybody. But there is no one on God's earth who's like you with the Arsenal. Honestly, there is no... You can see an utter <laughs> shit show, an embarrassing <laughs> laughing stock of a shambles, and come <laughs> sit here and say, no, I really enjoyed that game. I mean, I did, no. I, I, <laughs> How can we be 3 down like that in half an hour with a barely a kick of the ball. I mean, it's just embarrassing. It was, it's but... just awful. And so, yeah, I did like the fact that we got a point out of it, but oh my God, I couldn't really enjoy it because I was so pissed off. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad um, Lingard didn't do that effing dance. Oh, he it's did. His, da- yeah. his dance floor thing. He loves Yeah, the dance I'm very floor, glad he yeah. didn't do that. But yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> there what, John yeah, Boss, what? eh? <laughs> Boss <laughs> is too overweight, isn't he, to, to get up and down the pitch? He never seems near enough to the action. Should West Ham have had a? a, a I didn't see it. They were talking about somebody got through and yeah, yeah, Lingard got have through had something or something. Uh, it was know. a ridiculous decision by John Moss to blow for a free kick when Lingard was on the run, and it saved us. I think they would have scored. They'd have come in. Um, scored. No, I, it was a head injury, wasn't it? It was on, on party. That's what that's he what... said, but there wasn't anything going on, and they all knew that as well. They all knew it wasn't a bad one. He just got a slight slap on the side of the head, and uh, Lingard was running on, and he pulled it back, and then he had a word. David Moyes was furious. In these concussion hysterical. times, you can just not be too careful. Uh, we uh, did almost give right. it away. Uh, there was a couple of other comedy bits. How Antonio hit the post. Hit you the mean post. almost gave it away? I mean, we are yes, so sorry. lucky to get a point out of that. So yeah, lucky. I'm a bit gutted we didn't win. I weirdly. know, but I, mean, I don't think we are two lucky goals we got. No, West, but they West Ham proper. must be looking at it and have we lost this three up? They were awful. Then we Sorry. sit back and let them come on to us, score two own goals and drop it. For West Ham fans, it's just classic West Ham. And we're sitting there talking about, well, we're this, if we play like that, we'll be champions next season. But look at this. Every week, eight players turn their back on a free kick. There's something wrong in the cold culture of the squad. You're a glass half empty sort of guy. Um, there's no glass, mate. That was so bad that you can't see a team that does that and does Burnley and does Wolves that can get anywhere. This is what I mean, you know, it's just awful. I like watching them. You like watching. You like a three-all draw and being 10th. 
Well, yeah, that's good because well, we're going to be here for a couple of years. <laughs> It's an email from Andrew Alt, who uh, uh, don't know how you pronounce that, who says it's quoting Kieran Tierney, and it doesn't actually say when the quote is from. I don't know if it's from today because this email sent after the game today on Mikel Arteta. It wasn't going to be something that happens straight away because it's a process. So he's totally bought in, right? Kieran's bought in. The manager's a genius, a football genius. You can see we're all loving working under him. Me especially, I love it. Every day I'm learning under him. But you've just turned your back on the free kick. You've just turned your back on the free kick and then given the ball away in your own half and you're responsible for two goals against. So what are you learning? What what have you learned under him that you didn't already know from your time at Celtic? Those are shocking errors, which surely someone at Celtic would have had you against the wall for doing that. So what is there no one down there who's going to have them out for this? If the Jack is one of the leaders, right? He'll go on social media and complain that people aren't very nice. And is that the tone that you're allowed to say? Oh, people aren't very nice. I'm doing my best, but that is so poor. It's unbelievably poor. And you know that in the back in the day, there would have been a fight in the dressing room after that. Yeah, but they're not the same players that they were. No, they're, they're not. not. So what do you do about that? The manager accepts well, it. Except you accept that it's going to be a bit up and down and enjoy the journey. Because <laughs> what else are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, quiet. Yeah, you're right. I didn't say yeah, that. that. If I had said <laughs> that, you would have exploded. <laughs> no, I haven't exploded. I mean, you know, you've just persuaded him. Both of you. <laughs> I didn't need persuaded. Both of you. It's just you and right Keith left. Just me. Yeah. Just no. people who've got a dim memory of what a football team looks like. A, a, a proper side can yeah. look like. What you can do, not by doing anything special, you could do better than this Arsenal team with a much lesser quality in the squad if you didn't give goals away, if you didn't give the ball away in your own penalty area, if you didn't turn your back on free kicks. These absolute bad. If you didn't, your goalkeeper didn't run out of his area every now and then and either handle it or just be out of his goal when they're scoring. All of these things that our players are doing, if they just didn't do those Sunday pub league stuff... What's I'm going sure. on then? We've been sure he does. I'm so sure why are... I'm asking you, why does it keep happening? Well, I'm asking you. I don't know. I have no idea. What do you think why it keeps happening? Well, buck stops to the manager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I'm sure he's... I'm sure he goes over this every Monday. Didn't he have a go at him in the dressing room at half-time? I mean, he must have done, surely. I've seen him. I mean, he he, get, he stops people playing because they're late for, for a team meeting. You know, he's got to have standards, and yet I, I don't understand why But that it makes me so suspicious, and that really, that really does. Why do you want to go public on that? That's an ego trip for the manager. No one can pull the manager up. No one can say to him, you're bang out of order to do that to him. I know he's all over the shop and he's late here and there. But you are big on winning the FA Cup and that's on your record. And he won that cup for you. He absolutely won that cup for you, Arteta. Don't you ever forget that. And every time you see him, you should say thanks, mate. Because he won the semi-final for you and he won the final for you with those unbelievable finishes. We won those games with virtually no chances because we only had to create an Aubameyang chance and it was a goal. And he got the goal in the Community Shield and won us that. Let's not forget, how have we gone from that to here that you can throw him under the bus for being late publicly? 
Not not in the background, not one-on-one in the come round the back of London Coley, I need a word with you, mate. Not mano a mano. Publicly call him out like that. It's an ego trip for the manager. I'm sorry, that's what it is. He might come good, the guy. He might come good and he might get them all not making these terrible balls up. So we get instead of one point today, we get three. We get three at Burnley. We get three at Wolves. And we're right up the table, by the way, if we if we yeah. have those extra seven points, you know. But as it is, we're not because that's the culture. It seems it's it's all right. <laughs> Such a buzzkill. Anything anything happened midweek that? Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, that was well. Well, the game, the Olympiacos game, was not fun. Was it? Talk, Let's be fair. We talk no, Europa I know League? what you want to talk about. I know. <laughs> well, we managed to get through. I think those game. I think those games are always hard when. You know, oh, we wow. know. Here come the excuses. For no, okay. I'm shit gonna... awful performance. Here it comes. <laughs> it's really hard when you're winning 3 1 at home. Psychologically. <laughs> Psycho- thanks, Ian. Thanks. Psychologically. <laughs> so it's really hard when you're 3 1 up, and it's really hard when you're 3 1 down. It's really hard, you know, guys. It's really hard for these. Eh? For, you know, Arsenal players have played a lot more than those Olympiacos players, and a lot more than those West Ham players. It's really hard for them to carry that burden onto the field. Knowing that they're so much wealthier and have much better contracts, I mean, it's really hard to reverse a Lamborghini into those tiny spaces under the Emirates, guys. Especially Come when on. you're late. <laughs> they must. He must have two spaces. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's, uh, you it's can like... hear his Ferrari revving up uh, twenty yeah. minutes after full time, <laughs> driving away very angrily. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Roberts has sent me an email. Speaking of the Greek game. He's enjoying the Wenger or Voltaire and Mourinho or Mussolini quiz. So he's come up with Socrates, the Greek philosopher, or Socrates, the <laughs> Olympiakos like former Arsenal like centre-back. Uh, so see if, you, see if you can guess who said this. Uh, important win and three points today. <laughs> Let's keep going. Was it Socrates <laughs> or Socrates? <laughs> Socrates, it's diffi- definitely. It's, difficult. it's a difficult one, that, isn't it? <laughs> oh, this is going to be a tough quiz. Okay, okay. Well, what's your answer? Who is it? <laughs> I'll go with the philosopher. <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, it was Socrates. The no, what? what? All right, then. Who said this? Death may be the greatest of all human blessings. <laughs> Socrates. Was it Socrates? Be Socrates. Or Socrates? It was Socrates watching that first half an hour today. <laughs> Death may be the greatest of all human blessings. <laughs> Said Steve Round after the third goal, didn't he? <laughs> Well, Steve Brown, that bus still hasn't come. He's still at the coach station. <laughs> Holy shit. Doesn't matter what Mikel says to him, they do it every week. They obviously hate him. They hate him. They just hate him. One of, every now and then, one of them will go out and say, oh, he's a genius. It's a process. Oh, it's a process. But as a genius. And the rest of them go, did you see the way he slapped off Aubameyang? I hate him. Oh, dear. Uh, that, yes, that was uh, that last one was Socrates. And sadly, those are the only two questions. Good fun. <laughs> good, good, good fun. Yeah. Quality good. effort, I feel. Yeah, yeah that was good, good Olympiacos. Uh, only because after Olympiacos came Tottenham. That's, that was what the fun of the evening. there again? Remind me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, funny, funny enough, I was a bit behind on the... Um, 
match today. I had to sort of slightly watch it on the catch-up. So I turned on my TV with half an hour gone, and what I heard was, excuse me while I fumble, because I actually wrote it down, <laughs> was Jamie Carragher going... Arsenal fans have had a lot of fun this week about Tottenham getting knocked out of the Europa League. But this opening 30 to 33 minutes is as bad as anything Tottenham have ever produced. I, I mean, that is, that. that is one of the most scathing things I've ever heard about an They should put on the dresser room wall. As bad as anything Tottenham have ever produced. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Carrier. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was... A huge joy. Was, I mean, really, the internet, the social media was awash with joy. It was <laughs> the as memes. if the, the new Tottenham ground had burned down and Harry Kane had signed for Arsenal and, yeah. <laughs> and all our Christmases had come at once, all because Tottenham got knocked out of the Europa League. I mean, it's a sign of where we are. But having said that, it was funny, wasn't it? I mean, Job really, done. Job done by Joe really Hart. Jo- I mean... <laughs> No, yeah. Joe, you just lost the game. <laughs> Joe Hart's made a gulper. Hart, listener, if you don't know, <laughs> his Twitter feed said job done at the end of the game. Uh, he said his social media team. Team? <laughs> team from the reserve got team. goal, he's got a team. Yeah. <laughs> Is that he's one of his kids or something? Well, he's done that. Uh, they thought they'd won and they hadn't. And then he went and did a kind of really, oh, I really saw Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Yeah. Oh, God, that was funny. The whole evening was funny. It was. Uh, ben Sally is back in. Um, he, he was in last week with a quiz. Uh, he had a Mussolini or Mourinho. Uh, this one I've enjoyed. It is Pulis or Plato. <laughs> there is a philosopher for every letter, isn't there? It seems to me. It's excellent. Pulis Great. or Plato. Um, okay, here we go. <laughs> Uh, question one. <laughs> a good decision is based on knowledge and not on numbers. Pulis Ooh. or Plato? I'm having Plato. I'm having going? Pulis. <laughs> oh, they've gone opposite ways. And it's Plato, one <laughs> oh. Plato. A good decision is based on knowledge and not on numbers. Yeah, yeah very good. Plato. Okay, number two. I'm slightly concerned now at the moment that our listeners might not know who Plato is and yet they know exactly who Pulis is yeah this is worrying and are probably imagining him in the nude in the nude and by James B all that which is a story which was confirmed rather brilliantly in an interview I've seen online anyway uh, question two there is no harm in repeating a good thing Pulis or Plato I'm having Pulis for that one. Oh, I'll go Plato in there. <laughs> oh, and it's an equaliser there. It's, no, yes, it's an equaliser for Harris. It's Plato. Plato said there's no harm in repeating the good thing. Uh, so Could have been all. about throw-ins. Yeah. 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 Okay, number three. You cannot <laughs> fool all of the people all of the time. <laughs> That's got to be Pulis. It's, it's, it's Plato. <laughs> it's Pulis. It's right. Pulis. That's much Harris, more of his level. Harris is 2-1 up. Number four. No one is more hated than he who speaks the truth. <laughs> well. <laughs> Plato or Tony Pulis? Ooh. No one is more hated than he who speaks the truth. Ooh. You Go can, on, Damien. Come on, Stoney's <laughs> on the fence. 
He's waiting for Damien. Uh, Damien's going to pull the trigger. Damien's hesitating. How Pulis. I'm having Plato. Plato. Oh, Pulis has gone Pulis. What, are you, what have you gone in? Plato. He's gone Plato. It is Plato. It's an equalising goal for Stone. It's 2-2. <laughs> I thought, because he, he does have a bit of a martyr syndrome, Pulis, doesn't he? Oh, God, yeah. He's it's a bit like that. Concerned. So that's why I wondered whether it yeah. could be. Well, yeah. try this one. This is a good one. Number five. The untrained mind keeps up a running commentary. Labelling everything, judging everything. Best to ignore that commentary. <laughs> Had they Plato invented commentary? <laughs> or Tony Pulis? <laughs> I'm going Tony Pulis. Because <laughs> I don't Pulis. think they had invented commentary. Oh, they've both gone Pulis. <laughs> and it's Plato! <laughs> <laughs> ah! It's Plato! Plato. Oh! Screamed into the top corner. Plato has <laughs> used the word commentary and thrown Twice. you both off. <laughs> Translated from the ancient Greek, by the way. God knows what that is. Yeah. If you could read one in a sort of West Country accent and then no. the other... Welsh, isn't he? Pulis <laughs> yeah. or Plato? That's yet another, that's another <laughs> oh, white, yeah. white accent you've massacred there. Wow. <laughs> if you don't do Virat Kohli before the end of this podcast, <laughs> I'm going to have you as a snowflake. <laughs> it's like the Union Jackson Gone off him, gone off Virat Kohli. Don't like him. Don't like the way he... Don't like him. Wound up Joss Butler. Anyway... We lost again. Here we go. Number six. Excellence is not a gift, but a skill that takes practice. Pulis or Plato? I'm having Plato. I'm going, Plato. I'm going for Plato. Plato. Yeah, both Plato. And it is Plato. <laughs> Scores are level. Don't think, I'm seeing you, Stoney. I don't think you're enjoying this quiz. You don't, think you're, you don't seem to enjoy this quiz. I, I am having a great time. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can you still, like, tell your face? One for the the old stand-up classics. Okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the last question. The last question. Who said this? Pulis or Plato? Here we go. I've got nothing against foreign managers. They are very nice people, (laughs) apart from Arsene Wenger. Plato, <laughs> not even a doubt. <laughs> I'm go- I'll go Pulis. Just oh, uh, yeah, it is Pulis. Yes, Tony Pulis. It, it is Pulis. I've lost track of the score, but excellent. excellent. Yes, very uh, ben good. Ben Sally, thank you very thank much. You, ben. Commentary. Uh, bloody is, hell, is this Greek, one was hard to put together. Of... Yeah, ancient Greek. The untrained mind keeps up a running commentary, labelling everything, judging everything. Best to ignore that commentary. So right. Head of his game. So right. Yeah. Plato. I apologise very much, sir. That's a, uh, Plato's Republic, a classic. Okay, Matt Sanazi has uh, emailed from Sydney, a uh, long-time listener, first-time emailer. I want to ask all of you who you think is the nicest man to play for Arsenal and to share my first-hand experience of meeting one of the players in Sydney and improving to me that he is, without a doubt, Arsenal's nicest player. I've been a fan since 2006, but London's too bloody far away. So when they announced they would be playing two pre-season games (laughs) here in 2017, I bought tickets! And I went with my mate Brendan and his infant son, who was sporting a terrific Arsenal onesie. Both (laughs) games were a lot of fun. Uh, I saw most of the first team play. Unfortunately, at the end of the first game, I didn't get the chance to meet any of the players. But my luck changed after the second game. As the fu- after the final whistle blew, the players started walking down the tunnel. And we rushed down to the tunnel and a few players stopped to take photos. I yelled the name of the first player I saw. Oi, Theo! Yeah. <laughs> 
Theo Walcott walked over to us. I didn't have anything for him to sign, but I wanted to say something, so I made a joke, asking him if he is enjoying his new coffee machine. (laughs) And he kind of laughed. I imagine he was quite frightened. And then we chatted for a while while I held him tight by the wrist. No, it doesn't sound (laughs) Brendan's son then started crying quite loudly. Oh, he's seen Theo play. But I didn't want to leave. He said, we have to leave. He'd forgotten his son's milk bottle. He needs to take him home. It was then that Theo interrupted and asked if he could hold his son for a moment and let us know that his second son, Arlo, was the same age and he's good at getting babies to calm down. A bit hesitant at first, Brendan handed his son to Theo. Theo cradled him in his arms, took off his Arsenal kit, handed it to a fan and, would you believe it, breastfed his son right there on the stage. <laughs> That's a nice thing to do, isn't it? That is a nice thing to do. <laughs> Did you make that up? Yeah, no. You know, I was going to do a joke. I was going to do a joke at the end. I was going to say that he then <laughs> tossed the baby in the air and smashed it across the box and across comes shot. Across comes shot, yeah. <laughs> And then we all went unlucky. Theo. <laughs> <laughs> But no, he says, so there you are. Very good. There you are. Lovely story. Theo Walcott breastfed. Uh, I can't really top that. (laughs) There we go. And then he's giving us a quiz on what happened in the matches in Sydney. Uh, Who missed a penalty against Sydney FC? I mean, really, mate, honestly, you're (laughs) the only person in the world who knows this. Danny Welbeck. Hey! Which Arsenal youngster made his debut against Sydney FC? Only to be sold to PSV Eindhoven. It's Danielle Mallon who's doing ever so well, isn't he? Ah. An exciting youngster played both games in Sydney wearing the number 61 shirt. Who was that? Bukayo Saka. Reese Nelson. Uh, Arsenal played a back three uh, made up of Kalasanac, Murtasaka, and Christian Bielek. Wow. Uh, with an assist from Iwobi, who scored their first ever goal for Arsenal in the game against Sydney FC. Is this 2017? The answer, yeah, yeah. Um, Eddie Nketiah. No, it was Alexandra Lacazette. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I remember watching those games and we looked really good because it was pre-season and everyone was fit. And we just, you went, oh my God, we're going to have a good season. And then we got about four injuries in the next week or something, is what yeah. I remember. Okay, I'll do one more quiz before we do some spot the commentary. Uh, Cam Adams. Greetings from virtually COVID-free New Zealand. Can you tell me which Arsenal players completed these acts of shithousery? Now, this is a quiz about Arsenal shithousery and wind-up merchants. I refuse to believe anyone who plays for (laughs) Arsenal is capable of shithousery. Question one. Who clipped Joey Barton's ankles away from the ball and out of the referee's sight on his first match out of prison? This is Barton's in prison, not the Oh, right. <laughs> it's only Tony Adams uh, to go. Do you remember that? Remember that? I remember it. Not Sammy and Nasri. Sammy and Nasri. Stoney oh. 1-0, yeah. And then he got into a slanging match. Was Keegan the manager there, I think? Nasri had a bit of that about him, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he hmm. did. He, we we always characterised him as the sort of kid who would snap your car aerial off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question two. In the 2014 FA Cup tie against the Scum, uh, 
who gestured the score to their fans whilst being carried off on a stretcher? Theo Walcott. Theo, Theo. Theo Walcott, yes. Uh, number three. Who nicked Adi Bayor's hat and threw it on the ground before a game against Manchester City? <sighs> Adi Bayor being a City player, we can presume at this point. <laughs> One of the Arsenal players ran up to him, took his hat off and threw it on the ground. Nicholas Bentner? No. It was... Alex Dimitri Zombielong. Really? Yeah. According to Wikipedia, what is Henriing? Henriing. Is it handballing? No, it is leaning on the goalpost, acting tired as if to say, I'm tired of scoring against you. That is on ring. I haven't heard that. All right, I'll put that there. Who put a Premier League trophy in the in the Shite Heart Lane centre circle after Arsenal won the league there in 2004? Ray Parler. No. Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole. Yes. It was a, it was an inflatable. It uh, was. Premier League trophy. That was and, good. Uh, we had a, there were a few inflatable Premier League trophies knocking around in the away end that day. One of them ended up on the pitch, and Ashley Cole put it on the centre circle of White Hart Lane. Of course, years later, Arsenal fans were taking in inflatable mobile phones <laughs> and waving them, <laughs> waving them. Ashley Cole, why was that? Yeah. <laughs> ah, so fickle. Okay. Uh, an Arsenal player was sent off against Bayern Munich in 2014. Who pulled the wanker sign after being sent off against Bayern Munich? No memory of this at all. No memory really? of it at all. Yeah. I, huh? I, don't, I no? couldn't possibly say. No, I'll give no, you a clue. Goal Aaron ke- Ramsey. No, he's a goalkeeper. Chesney. Chesney. Yeah, Chesney. yeah boy. So my backup clue was teammate of Aaron Ramsey, but yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who did Thierry Henry nutmeg in the corner against Middlesbrough? Danny Mills. Danny Danny Mills. Mills. And this is a good one. Number eight. Who headbutted Fellaini in the game against Man United, despite being a foot shorter than him? (laughs) Andre L. Savvy. No. No. Is it? Uh, It wasn't Kishelny, was it? It's the headbutt Marouane Fellaini. No, it was Super Jackie Wilshire. Headbutted Marouane Fellaini. Put his forehead in. I don't know where he headbutted him, in the navel, presumably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nice one. He got sent off for Bournemouth recently as well. Oh, yes, he did, didn't he? Super Jack. Uh, Cam says, cheers for all the great podcasts, and if you get sick of the lockdown... Do a Tuesday Club tour of New Zealand. I'll I'll be up for that. Okay, Cam. You're on. (laughs) Yeah, be nice. (laughs) We could get quite a package together, me DJing, Stoney telling a few jokes. Um, We can find something for you, What would you do, Al? (laughs) 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 At the back going, when haven't you lot noticed this shit? But we love the Arsenal. It's great watching the Arsenal. Come, and we're going, on, come on, grumpy guts. We got a point. We got a point at West Ham. We're amazing. <laughs> now, in amongst the hilarity of Tottenham getting knocked out by a oh. sensationally brilliant hat trick from uh, was it Orsic? Orsic. Uh, yeah, and stunning goals all all round. Um, it also meant that they're not in the Europa League. And so if we get through against Slavia Prague and if they get through against Villarreal, which is uh, questionable, 
Uh, we might play Zagreb in the semi-final, but that would have been a, a, a possibly a semi-final against Tottenham. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm quite glad to avoid that. Uh, oh, delighted. Um, delighted. Although it would be lovely to win it, of course. I think we're going to be playing Villarreal in the semi-final. Who you think we're going to beat? Are you going to beat Slavia Prague? I would hope. I so. I would hope yeah. so. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're better than them, aren't we? Who knows? Yeah, we go three down in the We tend to give away goals. We make so many these goals. mistakes. It's so really embedded in our culture. It's got to stop sooner or later, hasn't yeah. it? Maybe, maybe yeah. now they'll get the wake-up call that they needed. Well, yeah. I think we've all learnt a few <laughs> lessons. That's true. We've given away more goals than ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, oh yeah, there are. There's still the odd mistake in there, but they've largely ironed that out. Oh, Let's no. see. I mean, it's just becoming absolutely. Comical. (laughs) Oh, how are we going to do it this week? Well, I thought what we do is when they get free kick, everyone turn around now. Oh, he went in. (laughs) Let's see if we can come back from three. (laughs) Yeah, well, they knocked out Leicester and they knocked out Rangers, but, you know, who knows? I would say that what we didn't want was Ajax or Roma or Manchester United, and they're all on the other side. Uh, so yeah. if, uh, you know, if we... Tottenham are out, and we've got a good draw. We've got a chance to get in the final. Couldn't have asked for much more, could we? No, and, Mulder and... maybe, but Villarreal are a little bit of a concern because Unai is so good at this two-legged Europa stuff. Yeah, and they're going to be a technically really good side. And... But... One step at a time. One Listen, step we're at still a time. In it. We've got to try and beat Slavia. Yeah, we're still in it, and Tottenham aren't. And that just gets funnier by the day. That, that is the it? main thing. That is yeah. the main thing. And <laughs> and by the way, uh, when we beat Tottenham, that put us on uh, 40 points for the season. So we are safe from the drop. So that's good Phew. news. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Another season remember in the Keith, Premier League. He's going, we're going, to get rele- we're going to get relegated. When was he saying this? Uh, well, when we were fifteenth and losing we were every week, and I think. Yeah. And I was yeah. thinking that as well. We pulled out a, a home win against Fat Frank's Chelsea. Yeah, uh, thank God he was in charge and not too sure when we had that game. Yeah, yeah, that worked out well. <laughs> Timing definitely was good. But for I us. know. I mean, I don't. I won't go on about because I know I'm pissing you off, so I'm probably pissing the listener off as well. But Tuchel's team haven't let any goals in at all. I mean, it's at not, Stamford Bridge, yeah. Uh, well, anywhere. I mean, they've, one. they've let him one so goal. many clean sheets since he yeah. took over. Nil-nils and one-nils and two-nils pretty much all the way. Tuchel's a much better coach than Mikel Arteta. But, I, I mean, mean this, this we is understand what, that. Well, this is what, listen, we're not football people, right? We like, you know, we like watching it. So we're guessing and we don't know how it works or how or what. How on earth is this going on? But why are they able to totally clean up their defence, tying it up so it's tighter as your... Uh, Brother Phil used to say to me, Damien, than a gnat's chuff. He introduced me to that phrase and I've been yeah. using it ever since. Yeah. How's he able to do that to a team that were letting in goals like Arsenal were? And they were letting in all sorts of soppy goals, Chelsea. He's, he's and he would so, he'd go on after the match, Lampard would say, not good enough, not good enough. Just like Arteta did today, not good enough. We've got to stop making these mistakes. But Tuchel, they just suddenly they just don't. So what is the the genius of the great coach against the novice coach whose team just keep doing this, switching off, making silly errors? More experienced. More yeah. experienced. Ancelotti's Everton gave Man City a really good game yesterday. In the end, Man City won, but An- Ancelotti set them up well and he's a guy who's got 40 years in the game. Mikel Arteta's been a coach for 10 minutes. How long does it, it take, there is a substantive how long does it take difference? to become a good 
15 coach. minutes. Can you tell 15, me how it takes 20 <laughs> minutes? <laughs> Halfway through next season. And then season. you're in. Honestly, but yeah. Because you tell me, no, it, it, listen, by 2028, this guy's going to be, <laughs> we're going to win three leagues in a row. Can't I guarantee. think I could just about hold out for that. Right, right. But if, we, well. if, if we're going to have a little bit of a flirtation with relegation and finish mid-table and be told we're in a process for the next three years... I'm going to, well, we'll stop podcasting. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to podcast about tennis. Okay, <laughs> spot the commentary. Here we go. Spot the commentary with a twist. Ooh. See if you can recognise these goals. It's a good ball from Townsend, inviting Henderson to go on, and he's got three for company. Adam Lalana's back here. Here's Jack Wilshire! Oh, so. I might just be better than the first one! That's England. Yes. Versus Poland. No. No. You remember it, Stoney? I remember the. I remember him scoring a goal, a lovely goal. Super Jackie Wilshire. He scored oh. two screamers in yeah. that game. Was it like Estonia or someone like that? Slovenia. Slovenia. I knew it was Eastern Slovenia. European. Slovenia. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Great great goals from Super Jackie Wilshire. All right. When he was playing, when he was playing, he played for England for a couple of games when he played deeper and he was floating 60-yard passes over their defenders and it was perfect. Fabregas-like is oh, what it was. Oh, no, he was I a great... Love. Great and, and then he got injured, and it was such a shame because I thought he could have been in that position for ten years. But Phil Foden, he'll do the same job. But Jack oh, Phil Foden play. won't play at the base of the diamond. You're talking about the the base of Roy Hodgson's diamond, which uh, which Jack made his own. Oh, and everyone, you know, Wenger always had him as a ten because he was so skillful and quick, yeah. and you know, and he did score that wonder goal, didn't he, against Norwich, with the ball was pinging around one touch, him and Giroud and Cazorla involved in that. He could do that, but he could also... He wanted to sit deep and be the base yeah. of the diamond and hit those. Yeah, He's, I think he played one fantastic assist in the game against Scotland, which he drifted a ball to the back post. And I can't remember who got on the end of it, but it was a goal. Yes. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous player. Certainly better than anyone in our current yeah, midfield. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Uppy, keep it up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm doing my best, mate. I'm doing my best. I Holy think that al- shit. I just couldn't believe how bad it was I today. think it's the alcohol-free Chardonnay. <laughs> That's what it is. Someone did, someone did send me a tweet to that effect. Because I'd said that I hadn't had a drink since New Year. I said, oh, that explains it. You're not you're not having anything to numb the pain. No. You know, it's just all sitting there, crystal clear, ultra HD. Oh, you mate. can see every shambolic goal we give away every single week. And what it all is, that you are actually all your veins are coming out in your forehead. You need yeah. to go to the pub and drink Guinness. Take the edge and, off. Uh, and I really would love to do that. Okay, here we go. Here's another goal. Yes, Pierce. No idea. No idea whatsoever. Who was it against France? 
What no. was it, 80, 80 something, 88? Little clue there. The goalkeeper was McClosco. Do you remember him? Dick. Yes, remember him? He was the goalie for, for today's opponents, West Ham United. Croatia. Oh, were they Croatia then? Czechoslovakia. 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 Yeah. Merson scoring there in the 1992 against Czechoslovakia. And, uh, and uh, finally, here we go. Try this one. You might enjoy this. I don't know. Maybe you might. Thing you could pull Merson is an adaptable one, and he, he could play up with Lineker uh, up with Hate there. Merson sort of float around behind that and, and add the third man up front. Yes, that's right. Well, we'll see if he does. For the moment, England have a chance anyway. Oh, and it's the equaliser. Martin Keogh. What? Number two, Martin Keogh comes here and produces a goal out of nothing. It's a super shot, this, for his first international goal by the Everton defender. Ah, I'm going Poland again. Yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Even the Everton def- defender. Uh, no, no, neither of you got that. And uh, and it's a goalless draw in this week's spot, the commentary, <laughs> although it was, it was very difficult. I must say it was very difficult. Uh, that was the same game. Ah, okay. uh, the same game as Merson's goal. Uh, it was um, a game against Czechoslovakia, which was which was a two-two draw. And uh, I'm going. What I'm going to do? We're going to have a little game of guess the lineup on that one, which is really will be a guessing game. But I mean, if you just cast your mind to ninety-two and see if you can and see if you can think who might have been playing for England, and I, I, you know, and and uh, who was in goal for England, for example, in ninety-two. Oh, it's got to be uh, um, David Seaman. Dave Seaman. Big Dave Seaman was in yeah. goal. Conceded a goal of that game, which came pretty much direct from a corner. It went along the ground, eluded everyone at the near post, and went through his legs and in off his shin, rather like the Almunia goal in the Champions League final. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was there. Um, we had a lot Stuart of defenders playing. Stuart Pierce, yes, he played. Uh, Keown was wearing the number two shirt. So maybe we had a back four with him at right back. Um, centre backs? Any thoughts? Who might have been centre back for England? Tony Adams? No, no, no. Tony Adams. You'll never be Des Walker. Des, Des Walker, Walker. And the other one. Blank is a junkie. Blank is a junkie. <laughs> la, 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 la. Blank is a junkie. Blank is a junkie. La, 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 la. I don't know who that is. Mabbit is a junkie. Mabbit is a junkie. La, 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 la. Oh my God. <laughs> really? Mabbit is oh. a junkie. Isn't that because it was he diabetic? He's diabetic. He's diabetic. I'll take this opportunity to apologise to all diabetics. We've had to inject themselves with insulin today, but that was a, that was what passed for humour in the early nineties when he Ian and I made our debut in the stand-up comedy world. Yes, yes. Uh, Mabbitt was a junkie, uh, but of course a wonderful human being and an outstanding centre half. Sadly, played for Tottenham. Uh, he was substituted on the seventy-third minute um, for Gary Lineker coming off the bench, a fellow Tottenham player, as England. Needed a goal. The other centre-back was Des Walker. So, now we move into the midfield areas. Uh, who played in midfield for, our, for uh, England? David Platt. Platt, yes. Brian Robson? Mentioned. No, 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 no Robson there. Oh, 
No, I don't. You, this is quite tricky. Gary it Stevens. Is, but That's keep... a good good call, I think, but no. No, no Gary Stevens, no. No, no. Hoddle? No, Hoddle wasn't no, around shall anymore. Shall I nudge you? No. Do you want to be nudged? With yes, a... I need a nudge. You need a nudge Ma- with a yeah. Arsenal player. Arsenal player. Rocastle. Paul Davis. David Rocastle. Oh, David Rocastle. Rocky, Rocky. Rocky, 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 Rocky. Rocastle and Platt. That is a hell of a midfield pairing. Rocastle wore the number four shirt. Uh, for England that day, and he was actually substituted at half-time. Um, England made a double substitution at half-time, one of the many uh, bizarre calls made by the great Graham Taylor. Graham Taylor. <laughs> and uh, the player who came on for David Rocastle was an Arsenal right-back by the name of... Lee Dixon. Lee Dixon, Dixon came off yeah. the bench. So a lot of Arsenal people in the squad... Um, Platt uh, was still playing in Italy. He was yet to be an Arsenal player, and Keown had left Arsenal and gone to Everton. Rocky so £10 was £10 more was... a week. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> he was about that, wasn't it? Yeah. It really was. Yeah. Uh, Rocky was still at Arsenal, although he was sold tragically that summer um, to Leeds United. Uh, there were three forwards. Uh, not included Merson, who I've got down as a midfielder. The three, the forward line. Um, uh, any, Alan any Smith. Ideas? No, none of them. I'll give you a clue. Here. None of these are Arsenal. Okay. Are they Arsenal, Peter Beardsley. Uh, no. John Barnes. No. Yes, John late. Barnes. Oh, John, John Barnes, Barnes is in the team still. John Barnes. Yeah. Was Shearer in the team? Gascoigne. Gazza wasn't playing. Shearer wasn't playing. Um, we had a big number nine who played for Mark Glasgow Hately. Rangers, Mark Hately. <laughs> and yeah. uh, then the other one um, could never quite shake off his dad's... Darren Anderson. ..the spectre of his father and was told by his father that he'd never be as good as he was either as a player or a manager. Um, Nigel Clough. Nigel Clough. Ah. Uh, Nigel Clough said that memorably in an interview not that long ago. He told me that I would never be as good as him. <laughs> <laughs> As a player or as a manager. Oh, there you uh, go. But Nigel Clough was also yanked at half-time and replaced by Paul Stewart of Tottenham Hotspur. Played for Liverpool, Man City and Spurs. He played for big clubs, Paul mm. Stewart. Yeah, he did, yeah. And the other substitution, by the way, was an Australian fullback came on um, for t- for Barnes. With Tony DeRigo. Tony no, DeRigo. It rather looks like, looking at the substitutions and the selections, you think, you're slightly thinking, what was going on here? And they also think it looks like they were changing it as they went along <laughs> because there's all kinds of odd selections. But there, there's, quite, there's a little guest of line up there from 1992, the England team. That um, Have you seen that documentary again, the Graham Taylor one? Can we not knock it? Do I, not not, like do I not like that? No. <laughs> I love that. Again, once again, I'm mocking. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Another white man. <laughs> I thought <laughs> the midfield general's regional accent uh, yeah, journey. Do that <laughs> around the country. <laughs> I go that. to various places and do the accent. Just to, no, just mix it into a track, and we'll put it out. Why? <laughs> Where am I now? Now today's game uh, reminded me. I don't know if it reminded you, but I was at the game. I don't know if you were um, when we drew three three away at West Ham five years ago. Andy Carroll. Yeah, we were two nil up in that game, and they and then they went three two up, and then we equalised. 
late on. Uh, goals for us from Ozil and Sanchez, assisted by Iwobi, and then Koscielny assisted by Welbeck. Do you want to have a little guess the lineup of that one, or shall I just tell you it? Meza Ozil, um, Ozil, Ozil, Welbeck, yes, Welbeck, yes, uh, Sanchez, slightly, Rambo, Iwobi, Rambo was slightly like... spoiled it, haven't I? Yeah. Iwobi. Uh, no, I'm da- doing well. I'm David doing David well. Espina was in goal. The back four. Um, Two Spanish fullbacks who seem to think that the way you play was to spend all the game in their half. Nacho, Nacho Monreal. <laughs> and uh, Hector. Hector. Yeah. Uh, with Gabriel. Okay. Um, at centre-back. And then, then a couple of proper workhorses. Number 34 and number 35 in the midfield. Cock. The cock and... Who's the other one? Mohamed, the Bulls. Five years Mohamed ago. Mohamed El-Nenny. Oh, yeah. yeah, and he wore the 35 shirt. He came in for quite a small fee from Basel, I think it was. Um, seven mil or something. And uh, he'd just been given the four shirt, which is quite a compliment. And then uh, the new the new lot came in and loaned into Besiktas, just got shot and brought in Torreira and Guendouzi, got shot of Callum Chambers and brought in Socrates. Loaned out Emmy Martinez. I mean, really, wow, wow. Those people had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> was that? Was that? They, really, that they really didn't. The people what? upstairs, I think, the upstairs, right? They really hadn't had a proper look round before they started a major shake up and bringing in a load of people who'd never played in the Premier League and couldn't speak English. Brilliant. Hmm. Should have asked me about accents. Where did it all go wrong? <laughs> On the bench for West Ham that day, Valencia. Uh, If you could sign one player in the Premier League, and I don't want you to go, Tom, don't want you to go saying De Bruyne or something, someone, an actual player you think would actually improve our team that we could do with, you could just take one and stick him in our side as a matter of absolute urgency, throw the whole transfer budget at him, sell everyone else, make sure you get this guy. Who would you? Who would you get? Take as long as you like. I would go, I, do you know who? I'd go Basuma. Really? There you go. There you go. We've got Thomas Partey. We don't need Basuma. Well, no, then oh, we can get wow. rid of Granite. Oh, Granite. So this or is about getting someone it, out the door. Or, yeah, Brian, a couple yeah. of lads from Brighton. Yeah. 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 And Didi, someone like that. You just bring in and Didi. I agree. Get rid of Xhaka is the, the main thing. Yeah. And then uh, and everything else works after that. I think he gums it all up. I know he didn't want to talk about it, but that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Everything, everyone else on that pitch, they try and move the ball quickly. He just slows it down. Yeah, you could say, Damien, I agree with you, maybe get a centre half in as well who plays the ball a bit quicker. But I just think we want to play with tempo. That's who I'd get in. I mean, not necessarily Wilfred and Deedy, just someone better than Granite Xhaka. That's okay. who I'd get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is a good shout. Or for... for um... Which is the Liverpool one? Fernandinho. Fabinho. Fabinho, sorry. Cool, yeah. yeah. Not, so like not, not Bruno Fernandes then? We've no. got a creative uh, midfield. You know, we got, you know, Erdegaard will do that. Do you think he could stay at Arsenal, Erdegaard? Do think we'll get him? I'd like we to. Part, I'd... part X him for Aubameyang and... I think, I think he's. Uh, I think he's Lovely buying football. into the uh, process. The craziness. The I think craziness. he's buying into the process. I'd, yeah. I'd go for Virgil van Dijk, by the way, since you're not interested. I um, was just about to ask, <laughs> who, who would you go for, Al? Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely definitely too, about to come to Arsenal. Too late. Yeah. Too late. No, so, I mean, obviously it's not going to happen. Oh, no, I'll tell you what I really like. 
who I would really like to have. Who's that? Uh, is, is Trent Alexander-Arnold. And do you know what? The wheels have come off at Liverpool. Jürgen's lost the plot. It's all going wrong. His form's gone. He's ripe for a transfer. <laughs> well, yeah. Come, he says we're the optimistic ones. I love that. Yeah. Come on, Trent. You know you want to do it. Oh, and also, yeah. by the way, I mean, the thing we haven't said, the blindingly obvious thing, the thing that would be the single greatest thing that's ever happened, in the history of our club, or certainly in the last 20 years, the player that, if we really got him, would be funny, is Harry Kane. And, yeah. and <laughs> of course, that is, that is the transfer that would be really... That would be so funny. I think we would podcast live for seven hours if we got <laughs> Harry Kane. <laughs> he just woke up in the morning, dug out his old Arsenal top from when he was eight. Shaved his hair. <laughs> I really but... always wanted to play it <laughs> Want to win trophies? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. That would be funny. I have a quick scan see if I can find you any more emails, and then maybe we should knock it on the head. Got a big match of the day to look forward to. Maybe I'll just come in at half time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just before I, before I let you go, Steph Johnson has come up with a quiz: uh, Stalin or Rogers? <laughs> 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 I thought we were fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. Wow. <laughs> it's it's really really f- unbelievable. It's really, you hate white people. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Hello, everyone in Northern Ireland. I do apologise. Although your I, do, I think my Northern Irish like... accent's quite good, actually. Now. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Next week, we're just going to talk about Alex Salmond and Nicholas Sturgeon, <laughs> yeah. and Damien's going to do the voices. <laughs> Number one is this Stalin or Rogers? <laughs> a young man will run through a barbed wire fence for you, an older man looks for a hole in the fence. Rogers or Stalin? <laughs> Stalin, that is be Stalin. Brendan. That is it so is Brendan. Bre- it is Brendan. Hey! <laughs> it's Brendan. Oh my God. It's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> I it's thought a that good was one. Fantastic. <laughs> it should be there. Stalin. That's a goal. <laughs> Harris is on site. <laughs> uh, it should be Stalin, you're right, but it's not. Okay. <laughs> Number two. I will leave no stone unturned in my quest, and that quest will be relentless. And actually, relentless here is in block capitals. I will leave no stone unturned in my quest, and that quest will be relentless. It could so Stalin, easily be both I'm of them. Stalin or Rogers? I'm not sure at this point. After the barbed wire, I have no idea. I'm going to go that's Brendan. Stalin. I'll get, get the image Brendan. of the gulag out your head. Get the image of the gulag out your head. Damien's gone Brendan. You're yeah. going I'm Stalin. Going Stalin, yeah. Uh, it's Brendan Rogers. <laughs> that, that quest will be relentless. Brendan Rogers. In capitals. In capitals. Yeah. Uh, number three. Number three. We don't let them have ideas. Is that Brendan Rogers? Or Joseph <laughs> Stalin? I'm, I'm going to go Stalin on that one. This is a really good... I'm going Brendan Rogers I, at this point. It's Stalin. <laughs> Stalin. 3-0. is 3-0 up, and I would do... If I could do a Georgian accent, if I even knew what a Georgian accent sounded like, I would, but I'm not, I can't. Okay, good. Uh, number four. There are eight of these, by the way. Don't worry, it's not going to go on forever. Number four. Uh, you cannot revolutionise... Wearing silk gloves. Rogers or Stalin? 
you cannot revolutionise wearing silk gloves. It's, it's got to be Stalin, but I'm going to go for Brendan Rodgers. You're going, Rodgers. It is Stalin. It's yeah. a goal yeah. back for Stoney. Oh, 3-1 at half-time. Ooh, this is interesting, hey. isn't it? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. <laughs> this is a really good one. Thank you, Steph Johnson, for this. Um, I have always said that you can live without water for many days, but you can't live for a second without hope. Stalin or Rogers. You can live without water for many days, but you cannot live for a second without hope. Stalin or Rogers? <laughs> I'm going to go for Rogers, and I bet he yeah. photocopied it and put it up on the wall in the I'm dressing room. I'm having Rogers. I'm having Rogers. <laughs> you are well. both correct. It is Brendan Rogers there. <laughs> so, so, 4 2. Okay, number six. My biggest mentor is myself. Stalin or Rogers? I'm going to go Stalin on that one. Brendan Rogers. It is Rogers. No. Oh, Stoney's pulled it back. He's only one behind. It's yeah. so like the London Stadium this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Stoney uh, thinks he can win this. I'm, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> yes. I'm making yeah. schoolboy errors all of a sudden. Okay, here we go. I use a quote with my men. Per aspira ad astra which is Latin for through adversity to the stars. Stalin or Rogers? Brendan Rogers. Yeah, it's Brendan Rogers. It is Brendan yeah. Rogers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He uses a quote with his men. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? uh, And finally, so uh, you could equalise here, Stoney. You could equalise. Uh, it's the last question. I trust no one, not even myself. Stalin or Rogers? <laughs> Brendan Rogers. I think it's Brendan Rogers. I think it's Brendan Rogers too. It's Stalin. No! <laughs> what a quiz! What a quiz! Brilliant. That was actually better than Socrates against Socrates. Uh, I, well, I would say. I don't know. I did Both enjoy good. Socrates yeah. against Socrates. Yeah, that was yeah, very very good. <laughs> really, pretty, pretty really? my God! What was it death is? Definitely. Barbed wire. I mean, all this stuff that should have been Stalin. Did did they do one of the first sort of behind the scenes documentaries? Yes. Was that Liverpool? And he did that thing of one of you is going to one of you is going to betray me. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, he did. It's a bit David Brent, wasn't he? Oh, very, very, very good. He did do that. Oh, yes, death may be the greatest of all human blessings. <laughs> 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 I think mean, yes. that certainly, certainly is going to be the title. <laughs> uh, uh, gents, pleasure as always. See you, see you soon. Thanks, Cheers. See ya. Bye.